0: Welcome to the Danny Palmer Show. Does it sound cool if I say it like that? As we close the final chapter of our podcast journey in 2023, I want to express my gratitude to each and every listener who has joined us on this exploration of ideas, stories, and conversations. Your support has been the heartbeat of this podcast. <laughs> Obviously, I don't talk like that. Uh, like my fucking... Dude, I love asking chat GPT a, a wide array of questions, dude. It's my favorite. I love it. I was in Toronto last weekend. I met these two... I guess I can tell this story. I mean, I'm not going to say their names. I, may, I meet this girl on Hinge. She's super cute. I go to this bar last uh, Saturday night after I opened for Giulio Galarotti at the Toronto Theater. That show was sick as fuck. Um, Julio killed it. He's such a great headliner. Then afterwards, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go meet these girls at this bar triple a bar for those that must know they said it was a dive bar but yeah some of the paneling in there was nice dude and i walk into this bar and it says private party on the outside and i'm like well i don't live in toronto i don't really give a fuck how this party has been labeled i'm going in dog so i walk in and there's this whole like i guess like corporate kind of party and then i see these two girls on the other side of the bar away from the party and i recognize the girl that was on hinge so i'm like that's her so I walk in and around. I meet them. I sit down and talk. They're nice. You know, the one girl's drinking water. I'm like, oh, she's, she's going to be a fun party tonight. <laughs> and she, I guess, is staying with the girl that I was there to meet. So they start talking. We start talking. I sit across the table. The girl that I came to meet starts telling me this story about this 60 Minutes episode. She saw it was something about liquor, like kettle one or I don't, I don't remember. Because when this story began, her friend took her leg and started rubbing my calf under the table and then all the way up my thigh while this other girl, the girl that I came to meet, was telling me this story about 60 minutes. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know what to do. And I think what happened is that they were intentionally overwhelming me <laughs> with stimuli to fuck with me. And it's like, I mean, what am I supposed to do, dude? Am I supposed to, like, respond flirtatiously to this girl who's touching me under the table? Uh, You know, because then what if I did that? And then the girl that I came to see was like, what the fuck? Why are you flirting with this my friend when you came here to see me? But then I'm like, well, maybe it's a test that I should flirt in response with the other girl. And also, maybe it was my girl. Quote, unquote, my girl. I don't know. The girl that I came to meet. Maybe she was doing it, but I feel like there's no way that she could have been telling me an in-depth story about 60 Minutes while also intensively rubbing her leg on my leg. So I was just completely perplexed. And also this happened within like 10 minutes of me arriving. It's not like we had a significant amount of time to kind of feel each other out and figure out what was what, who was vibing with who. And then I was like, do these girls want to have a three-way? Well, does the other girl even know? I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. So then I went up to the bar to get a drink. And then the two of them were talking and laughing. And I came back and I, they were still laughing. And I was like, are you guys laughing about something involving me? And they were like, no, 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 no. I'm like, yeah, you are. But I don't know what to say. I was just like, you know, they were complete strangers. So (laughs) for me to like accuse them of something within the first 10 to 15 minutes of sitting down, that also seemed weird. I'm not accused would be like, if I bring it up, I don't know. What if the other girl was trying to flirt with me and then didn't want her friend to know, and then I brought it up, and then she's like, oh, well, now you blew it with her, and now they're mad at each other. I, dude, there was like, it was overwhelming. Anyways, <laughs> that's my uh, one of my primary Toronto stories. Dude, what the fuck? So then I was asking, I love ChatGPT so much, dude. I was asking ChatGPT about what happened. And at first chat was like, you know, if you were being assaulted, that's you should tell the authorities or whatever. And it was like, and I was like, I told chat I was like, I wasn't being assaulted, dude. I liked it. <laughs> and then once I told it that it kind of changed its t- tone or tune or whatever. And then I like after like several back and forth, it was like, yeah, I mean, odds are they're just like being flirtatious with you in a fun way which I'm sure that that is exactly what happened. But then the other girl that was drinking water approached me and was like, Hey, I'm staying with her this weekend. We're going to head out of here. I was like, okay, see you later. Thanks for weirding me the fuck out. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? This makes you want to send this episode to that girl. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe that's how we'll get to the bottom of this. And then she'll be like, why the fuck are you talking about me in your podcast? But I'm not saying any names, you know, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll actually send the episode to her. I'll be like, Hey, you and your friend should listen to the first five minutes and then write me back and explain what the fuck y'all were doing. That's actually a good idea. I'm going to do that. Is she going to get mad at me if I do that? I don't think so. Anyways. All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. If I was going to continue, I asked chat GPT. I was like, give me a speech to wrap up my podcast episodes for 2023. I started reading that. As we reflect on the diverse topics and insightful discussions we've shared, let's carry the lessons learned into the coming year. May 2024 bring new perspectives, growth, and a continued sense of community. Dude, who talks like this, bro? Th- I like part of this part. Thank you for being part of this adventure. Stay curious. Stay inspired. And we look forward to connecting with you in the exciting episodes that await. And by exciting episodes, we mean it's just me telling stories about being out in public with girls and seeing what happens. So that You know what I mean? Happy listening. <laughs> and then I said to chat GPT, tell my podcast listeners... Why they should do drugs over Christmas. Chat I'm sorry, but I cannot provide support or encouragement for any illegal or or harmful activities, including drug use. If you have any other topics or requests you'd like to assistance with, feel free to ask. Anything else? Should I ask it like, what's the best use of a dildo? Here, I'll type that in. Hold on oh chat gpt did not bite on the dildo question it said any other topic or request feel free to ask i'm here to provide helpful and respectful information well you can talk about dildos in a respectful way if you have questions about sexual health or relationships i'm happy to offer guidance in a responsible manner dude just bringing up a dildo is not irresponsible however i won't provide explicit content or promote inappropriate discussions how does ChatGPT define inappropriate? It's a computer, dude. For now. Ooh, for now. All right. I got a couple inspiring quotes here. Uh, I have... Oh, Jesus. Is this too loud? I feel like it's too loud. Hold on. Uh, you guys probably can't even like discern a difference. But whatever. Um, oh, this is a quote from Rick Rubin. You shouldn't be doing it for the audience. You should be doing it for yourself. He's basically talking about all art. But I feel like that message is applicable even beyond art. It could be like... Hmm, could it be applied to the business world? I guess in some respects. I guess it's better mostly applied to art, but I like that, you know? I was talking to this girl, Jessica, this comic in St. Pete. I think I've already mentioned this in the pod, but she was saying, like, you know, this pressure to post all this stuff, and what do you really want to say? And it's like I'm just I've just trying to shifted my mindset to be like, I'm gonna post shit that I think is I personally find funny or like at least entertaining to, to myself, and hopefully that'll resonate. Instead of being like, well. What's really going to... If I type in some keywords that are trending on Google Trends, then maybe that will really spike. I don't know. Maybe I should do both. I don't fucking know, dude. I like to, I heard this African proverb on TV sometime in the past week. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Ooh, solid. That's sick, dude. That's fucking sick. I was telling my friend who was uh, interviewing with the company. I, I don't want to disclose any details about her or these companies. But I just think it'd be funny if you like had this interview and you just like completely were a, just a complete asshole to the inter, like to the interviewer's company, you know? It's like like let's say that you were interviewing with I don't know, Banana Republic. And you were like, "No, oh yeah, I'm Danny. Yeah, no, I'm really interested in working here. By the way, um do you guys really care about uh <laughs> are you guys too busy manufacturing cheap, poorly designed t-shirts manufactured by child slaves? Is that your real focus here at banana Republic? And then I just end the call and they're like, who was that guy, dude, you are not getting a job. I'm like, no, I didn't want the job. I was just fucking with you, dude. They're like, dude, you're a loser. I really wish I could have given some more specifics around who that was. Cause it would have been a, I think it would have been funnier, but you know, you can't betray people's confidence. On a podcast, that's something you got to be real careful about. You know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you guys know that Yong? I'd never been to Toronto before. It was cool. Went up to the top of the CN Tower. That's fucking crazy, dude. It's like 1,100 feet in the air. It has this like revolving restaurant that moves around real slow, dude. That was sick as fuck. We get in the elevator. The girl who's like manning the elevator. She doesn't even say, like, okay, guys, we're about to go up 1,100 feet in the air very quickly. She just hits a button, and now we're just, like, skyrocketing into the air. I'm, like, holding on to the side of the elevator. And then on the way back down, a different lady was on the elevator with me and my friend, and then she got off the elevator to go get some other people or something. And I'm like, hey, 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 can you just always be on this insane death tube at all times? And then I was—I was—I thought I was asking a smart question. On the way down, I asked the lady that worked there. I was like, "So, how does the elevator like work? Like, what mechanism propels it up and propels it down?" Which I thought was kind of a smart question, but apparently, it's a pretty dumb question <laughs> because this guy in the elevator was like, "It's an electric motor that, uh, you know, that, that powers the cables that move it up and down." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. All right, well, oh, I'm just uh, I'm just a dumb guy over here." Also, learned on the trip that Yonge Street, the girl, one of the two girls that were fucking with me, told me that Yonge, Yonge, I think it's Yonge Street. It's the longest street in the world, it goes right through Toronto, it goes all across Canada. That's something. It goes uh, as far north as Barry, Barrie, B A R R I E, whatever that is. That's a town in Canada, I suppose. It goes beyond through central and northern Ontario to the Ontario Minnesota border at Rainy River. It's over. 1,178 miles long, which Julio, I talked to this to him. He said, that's like driving from New York to Kansas City. That's fucking crazy, dude. Okay. 11 minutes in. Things are fine. By the way, this is the Christmas episode. I was going to start by singing a Christmas song. And then I thought that was kind of cornball and I didn't do it. I just like, you know, hit stop, went to the back of the beginning of the episode, recorded over the dumb song. <laughs> I think last year I read a Christmas poem. And I was like, "Should I look up a Christmas poem and read it again this year?" And then I thought about my friends, like shaking their head and calling me a loser, and decided against it. I know I just said you're supposed to do art for yourself, but I think in some cases, thinking about your friends mocking you might lead you to make better decisions. So it's like, it's not an all or nothing answer. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right, this is a quote I found from my uh, my favorite Farnham Street blog. Every Sunday they have a newsletter. I talk about this all the time in the pod. If it's the first time you're listening to it, you may not be familiar. Just go type in Farnham Street it's a bunch of like inspiring stuff about making decisions and motivations and mental models and all this shit. It's cool. Okay. This is a uh, snippet from the knowledge project, which I guess is his podcast. Uh, it's a quote from Paul. Asciente. A S S A I A N T E. Who is Paul Asciente? You might wonder. I don't, I don't know. Dude, just, he just has a quote. Um. Okay. This is called run towards the roar. In Africa, lions hunt in packs, and when they go out to hunt, they take with them the oldest female of the pride. By this point, she's old and infirm and toothless, can no longer catch her own prey, a little bit like me. I guess that's a dude. But she has the deepest roar, and what the lionesses do, and it's the lionesses who do the hunting, the lionesses position this old lion in the middle of a field facing the bush. The bush could be a mile away, and the prey are between the old lion and the bush, and all the lionesses hide in the bush. I would hate to be the prey in, this, in this, uh, these circumstances. That sucks, dude. And when this old lady roars, the prey run away from the roar to their death to the lionesses waiting in the bushes. And so the concept is go at the problem. Go at what you perceive to be the problem. And what you'll invariably find is that it's a toothless old lady. Wow. That's pretty. It's kind of painting with broad strokes, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what if the problem is a fucking speeding bus, dude? I don't know. I, I did, I did think that was good, though. You know, I think oftentimes we're afraid to like really face the root of a problem, and then I, it's like it's like that quote that Michelle Michelle Montaigne, I think, he had that quote. He's like, "I've been through many horrible misfortunes in my life, some of which have actually occurred." And then there was another one, this like the CEO of AT and T. I think she said that, uh, um, the what what you think is going to happen is not what's going to happen the fear that you have in your head about this future activity or result it's rarely likely it's rare that it's actually going to turn out the way that you're envisioning it beforehand so maybe it does make sense to run towards the toothless old lioness or just uh just buy a gun shoot all the lions fly back home and have a hard time getting to sleep All right, 14 minutes and 19 seconds in. This does count as content, technically speaking. Do you ever like sit around and like just make decisions? You're like, how should I spend my time? Like tonight, the stand comedy club is having a holiday party. But dude, I was just in Toronto for four days, you know? I went out on Thursday night to a, a roast battle here. I did a spot at the barbershop comedy show that Ronnie Eye runs. That was fucking sick as fuck. It's tight little space. I went to, the, I went to this roast battle And then I flew to Toronto Friday morning, you know, and then I did a show there and then on Sunday I flew back and it's like, dude, I just want to take a couple nights off, you know, and it's like, I don't know, I'm not going to fucking bitch and moan. Just like, I just hate that though. When, When you have a decision to make, you're like, do I not go out and party tonight and just record my pod and have a chill night, which is what I've decided to do, you know, just one little small cocktail with dinner, record a pod, which is a healthy activity. Get some good sleep. It's Christmas weekend coming up, dude. I don't want to be fucking partying fucking Thursday through Sunday. I didn't really party on Sunday, but you know, four days in a row basically. And then also on Tuesday, it's too much. It's too much. Okay. Last thing I'll talk about there's this thing that I was just reading about called reading rhythms. So it's like these reading parties where you go to like, they went to this bar four, five, six, this bar in Brooklyn. There were 60 people showed up they you sit silently for an hour and read a book and then you chat with strangers about the book there's like some like light prompts about it and then people were making fun of it online of course and they were like wow um looks like these hipsters are finally figured out what a fucking library is (laughs) but i kind of like it i think my friend kyle is gonna maybe start one in in dallas it's kind of sick you know because like in college you read and then you discuss books in class or you like sit out on the quad and read but as an adult i mean how many adults are going to the library and sitting down and reading dude you know when's the last time you did that when's the last time you set foot in a library you fucking neanderthal just kidding please keep listening to the pod listen rate subscribe by the way i never do the call to action you're supposed to do a call to action so i'm calling you to act (laughs) i think i have almost 80 uh reviews on Apple Podcasts. So thank you. Each review drives you higher in the discoverable algorithm is what I've read. Although, you know, still have a day job. So keep it coming there, Algo. You fucking John, dude. All right. Anyways, these reading parties sound fun. I think that's basically it. Merry Christmas. You know, I think you're allowed to say Merry Christmas during the week of Christmas. Although I guess if it's on next Monday, it's next week. Christmas Eve is on Sunday. That starts the new week. Whatever. it's Christmas is within seven days from now, okay? You know, one of my favorite Christmas things is like the the thing at midnight on Christmas Eve when they have midnight mass. Apparently, all the animals talk at midnight on Christmas Eve. You may be familiar with this already. Dude, that's sick. Like, I always think about that at midnight on Christmas Eve. I'm like, is this, is it about to go down? Like, if I'm around a bunch of animals on midnight... (laughs) On Christmas Eve, I just started looking at him like, dude, what's cracking, dude? You getting laid? Of like, what's the stitch? Obviously, obviously animals have never and will never talk. Although maybe if AI takes over their bodies, they will talk and then they'll kill us. Remember that Super Bowl where Katy Perry, I think it was in Dallas, LA. I don't know. It was in a city. No, I think it was Houston. And they had all these drones in the sky above her. And it was like this beautiful thing. And I think they actually did the drones on the night that was in the Super Bowl. And then they, like, superimposed it or some shit. But, dude, that's not good. You know? If there's, like, 40, I don't know, like, 150 drones in the sky over the Super Bowl, like, those could also be used as weapons of war. Merry Christmas, everybody. 2023. That's, you know, next week, last pot up of the year. And then, uh... You know, I don't know. There's nothing else to say here. Just fucking end the, end the pod, honey. Come eat my pussy. All right, honey. I'm, I'll be over there in a second. I love you so much. I love you too. I'm glad you're being nice to me around Christmas. What did you get me? I got you a DSW Warehouse gift card. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm pulling down my door. <laughs> All right. Follow me on Instagram if you want to. Danny Balmer NYC. The Christmas show at Black Hat is this Friday. 172 Remington. Every Friday, 9 o'clock. Black Hat Comedy on Instagram. Tickets are available there. So that's something. Are we concluding this now? We're fucking concluding it now. Thank you. Happy holiday good God.